0: but sister they are just ninjas trying to release their wiggles hey siri set an alarm for five minutes from now your alarm is set for 2019 2019
1: okay person with the least facial hair goes first
0: (laughs)
2: that'd be me That that would be you uh, yeah, so in the haste of uh, Ed's text about joining the show today, I was actually doing a side job at an auto mechanics uh, body, body shop, putting some computers in, network stuff, and I was excited to get home and do this thing. So I, I rushed home, and I got a new puppy. And when I was working all day today, this guy had this huge dog that was just sniffing me. He was sniffing my puppy all over me, he was sniffing my shoes, sniffing my, my legs. And before I'm leaving, the guy says, I go, hey, this is a pretty good sized dog. He's like, yeah, too bad, too bad I had a treat for fleas. I'm like, oh, your dog has fleas. I'm like, oh, uh, okay, good to know. So I rush home for the show and I empty my pockets out of my pants, take off my shoes, throw everything in the washing machine, go to my backpack to get my beats to listen to so I can have a better audio with the uh, phone call. And I'm like, they're not here where the hell are my beats look everywhere for them. everywhere mm. in the car oh, wow. in my backpack i go to the, the laundry open the door take out my pants and there they are my beats sitting wet inside the washing machine <sighs> so, washed. so you know what i did right
1: toss
0: them? them
2: tossed them in rice ah. tossed them in rice i'll let you know how it goes but sit yeah
0: the
2: rice. <laughs> sitting in the rice i don't know the if it's old rice trick yeah, I, I've seen people say they throw it in rice, but uh it I guess sounds,
1: it's, sounds like this show gets you wet in one way or another. Yeah, egg. that's one way to put it, What's one way one? to put it. <laughs> so I had
2: a freshly shave for this thing.
0: Yeah, you've, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. had to let the show know you're a gentleman. Uh, <laughs> what the hell, man? I'm sorry you about a your headphones, right bro. That's, you have a dimple
1: back there? What is that? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: it's my
2: Andrea Lopez dimple.
0: Oh, oh, wow. We're going in into the, the name <laughs> too, situation. Too soon. Not too, too soon. <laughs> give,
1: give it a moratorium, buddy. 25 years at least. <laughs> oh, man.
0: So, yeah. It's, uh, I'm sorry about your headphones. That sucks. Those are good headphones. You know what? You did hit me up to those cheap $20 ones, though. Like, they're dope. I just bought another pair. Like, because I lost my other ones, and I don't care that I lost them. Because yeah. they were 20 bucks. And you know, in, in
2: hindsight, I probably should have just bought a couple of those. I could have yeah. got like I don't know, five pairs of those. James, before, before
1: the Wiggles ends, James, what do you
0: think about Christmas Chronicles? Uh, loved it. It's the new. It's it's basically the best Christmas movie of the last five years because it's just better. It's a Santa Claus movie with Chris Kurt Russell.
1: James, did you like Elf? And Santa Claus. Huh. Did you like He's, Elf when it came out, James?
0: Yeah,
2: it was okay.
1: But like, don't you have a little more of an appreciation for it now?
2: Yeah, I would
0: say so.
1: I, yeah. I this this feels similar. Like it just came out last year, and I feel like in two years or three years, I'm going to be like, oh, I do kind of like this movie.
0: And it what's is your good. favorite. What's your favorite Christmas movie, James? Uh, Christmas Story.
1: Classic. My By the way,
2: you can stay in Christmas that house
0: uh,
2: in uh, in Cincinnati, I think, Ohio. Really, you can rent that house to stay like an Airbnb.
0: Will the Bumpuses be next door with all their ten million bloodhounds?
2: Well, I think they restored the house to its original for like you know original look, just mm-hmm. to uh, give it a little nostalgia there. It was on a Monday Night Football. I saw
1: that. You know, you know that guy is also an elf, right? He was an elf. In you know that right? The... No, the main um, elf that's like fucking with Will Ferrell. Like, man, this guy can't fucking produce. So, like that guy is the kid from A Christmas Story.
0: Yep, that's true. <laughs>
1: nice yeah Go back, all right man. didn't know that
0: welcome back to cabin fever tony ed and we have a special guest today my brother my second oldest brother i guess he would be i don't even know there should be a word for that so you don't have to use that many words to explain it uh my, my brother james is here say what's happening james what's, what's happening everybody? everybody i think they call him the king from queens
1: King from Queen. That's what hey, like that you show. call the second He's brother. the only before. person I know that loves that show. He can hear him right now. He's like, I love that show. I love that show. He it's does love that show. It's
0: basically
2: close to
1: my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, what cool. did you think of Kevin James in um, uh, Halloween Hubie? Oh, I didn't see that one. <gasps> I think what the last Kevin James was uh,
2: was it Maul, ba- Maul Blart Ball cop, I think is last. No, I think it was
1: uh, lower the boom or whatever.
0: Mm, Here comes the boom. Here
1: comes the boom. I just watched that the other day.
0: I think (laughs) we know entirely too much about Kevin James and his movies and his and his body of work. To be quite honest,
1: he has a nice body of work.
0: None of those (laughs) statements are true. In in however you bang that out, like I'm gonna go that far. That's
1: that's how I bang it out. Um,
0: Jesus Christ. What's wrong with you? I'm just, I'm just setting it up for you all day, man. It's I know, like, but I
1: just see James like Big him Trouble in Little China behind him, and I'm like, How have you not seen Christmas Chronicles? It's basically Big Trouble in Little China with him as Santa Claus.
0: It really is. Uh, he does a good job. He's not even chubby. He's like, All spelt. Yeah, he's
1: mad that Santa Claus is chubby. Yeah, he's like,
0: How come you're, how come you're not fat? He's like, Why would I be fat? Yeah, he's like, What's I'm going on stupid. with you? Guys? <laughs>
1: yeah, like, nah, you should get. you. Should, the second one, I don't know too much. I didn't really like that one as much, but the first one is genuinely pretty good. Yeah. I There For is check that
2: out.
1: There's nothing fishy about that movie.
2: Nothing. Nice. I like it.
0: Dynamite segue, Ed.
1: Thank you. Over it. Yeah.
0: yeah. So something we do during COVID, just if you know something about me and my brother, uh, we are avid fishermen. Uh, we fish. Well, we used to fish a lot more before COVID, Uh but it's something that, you know, I know I've fished during COVID, just wore the mask and everything. My brother James kind of stayed down, doesn't, doesn't fish, and miss probably misses fishing more than and he misses a lot of other things. Uh, you know what? Today we're talking about fishing.
1: Yeah. Let's just dip out of something else and uh, jump out of the water in another place. James, why don't you uh, Jesus describe, Christ, man. Honestly, you <laughs> like my we don't like my poetry?
0: No, uh, honestly, I love it. It's just like, wow, you're just on fire today with it, dude.
1: It's, James is around. I'm inspired. I see. I, you know how, how rare it is that I see hairless James. It's been um, probably like two, three moments in time.
0: Not be Look, inspired. I'm gonna go this far. I know you guys wanted to talk about fishing, but it really does feel like you guys haven't seen each other in a long time, and you're probably <laughs> just gonna go ahead and wax all the things that happened to you when you guys were hanging out together. Quick backstory: <laughs> James and Ed, I got they're about the same age, and they grew up. Together basically doing you know, they, they they hung out when North Venice, so the audience North
1: Venice Little League uh wearing polka dots and dancing to Kwame into um I would say peppers and then Rosarito. A lot, drink, a lot of
2: drinking. A lot of drinking in between there. A lot of drinking.
1: Uh, i w- that's neither here nor there. That's out in in and out. Uh Definitely true, though. Um, fishing, James. Do me yes. a huge favor. Why don't you describe what you've been fishing for? How long?
2: Uh, I'm going to say a good part of maybe 20 years.
1: Right. That, that's that's solid. I've been fishing probably twice, maybe three times in my life. Didn't catch shit. Twice was in the river, so you know, I that's you fine. have to know how to do that and where to do it. I didn't. Um, w- what is it that Really brings you back all the time. Well, what
2: it, I think you you evolve as a fisherman. So when I first started, it was just to go and hang out and have reasons to drink.
0: <laughs> just it really did.
2: <laughs> but then it got to a point to where a competitive nature just boils over when you see other people doing it next to you and they're catching fish just left and right. You're like, why are you getting so many fish and I'm not getting anything. And it's maybe because I'm pissed drunk and I can barely tie my hook. So <laughs> <laughs> so it involves As a as a fisherman, you, you kind of just like, all right, you know what? I'm going to take it more serious this next year. I'm not going to drink hard alcohol. Switch the beer. You know, I'll sneak a cooler in there and dial it back a little bit. Last long. Yeah, it, as soon as you dial it back, I, I would say you, you put more effort into it and you – Obviously, back then, I didn't watch a lot of YouTube. It was mostly my fan, my dad, my uncles, my brothers would show me tips and tricks. And you would just evolve those tips and tricks uh how you're catching fish. So once you start catching more fish, it's not about the drinking really anymore. It's about trying to get a, the biggest fish you can <laughs> when you go out there. Because there's the point where you're evolving in that. But then... A lot of fish, it doesn't really make you feel good. Um, You want to have a big fish. I know a lot of fishermen would trade in all their catches for one giant fish. I mean, that's – I mean, I think Tony can agree with me on that.
0: Uh, It depends on where we're at and what we're doing. But, yeah, if it's in a lake, yeah, definitely. Okay, it it
1: sounds like fishing is pretty equivalent to golf in a lot of ways. Um, What situation – I mean, is it like – where you play golf for skins and stuff like, if you get more fish, then you win the pot, so to speak. Or if it's a big fish, it wins. Like, wh- where is the differentiation about when you want to get a lot and when you want to get that prize trophy fish?
2: Okay, so you're right. It, a, there is a, a difference. So when you go lake fishing, so we usually go fishing in the High Sierras.
0: That's kind of how um, we started, right? Like yeah. lake fishing, yeah. trout,
2: trout fishing, and going up in the high in the mountains. Is that, a hard,
0: is
1: that a hard fish to catch?
2: No, not really. It, it, it's, it could be elusive if there's not that many, and they could be finicky on what they bite
0: on. Um, Plus, the, so. the weather has a lot to do with it, too. Now. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. It's, it's like we know both – I don't know, me and my brother could probably attest that, like, climate change is a thing because when we first – because we would go up there every year to the Sierras, and when we first started doing it, we catch fish hand over fist. And that, and we go up at the same time every right, year.
1: Sorry, sorry to interrupt. It's called handover fish.
0: Thanks, nice. it's totally worth like taking me out of my train of thought there, Ed. I appreciate that. Dad, uh, that's dad, <laughs> terrible. Dad joke. Uh, well, well, what I'm saying is, we would go up at the same time every year, and we would noticed that trout are a cold weather fish, cold water fish, and it was just hotter, so the trout were less bitey you know we would we wouldn't bring back very many fish
2: they go deeper in the lake where you can't you have to really rent a boat to really get the center of the lake to get the deep 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 down in there and get them where they're actually biting
1: but now as as a amateur here and yeah i do watch monster hunters and stuff like that but you do get a lot of information about like how hard it is to fish? Like you have to be in the right place, right time, right day. No motion. There's so many factors that uh, you know make it a difficult sport. That's my question. Is it a sport? It,
2: it, it, could, it could listen. It's like a sport, and I can kind of see your, your analogy about golf, but it's more like it's more like bowling. Also, anyone could throw a ball down the lane and hopefully get a strike, but then you got guys that know what they're doing and how to throw it and get a strike every time. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like it takes skill.
1: you call it a sport?
2: Yeah, it's a sport because there's guys that go out there, stand right next to me. I'll be there for eight hours with the damn near nibble. A guy will stand right next to me and pull out four or five fish, (laughs) huge fish. And I'm like, you son of a bitch, what, what are you doing that I'm not doing? And it's all about experience, really. You know, when it's we go just, boat he knows fishing, what to do. A
0: thing. Yeah, when we go boat fishing, that's a total thing. What are saying? Like, some guy will stand next to you and just you're like, dude, how are you doing that? I was doing this. I was doing the exact same thing you were doing. You even look at what he did when he pulls the fish up. You're like, is his, is his rig different than mine? Did he use a different bait or what? And Yeah, it's insane.
1: You know, it's- Have either of you ever said, you son of a fish? You are... <laughs>
0: I'm gonna keep rolling with it. He's gonna be doing this all day long.
2: <laughs> but to, to put your to your earlier question, yeah. So there is like kind of money involved when you're on a boat. So when you're ocean fishing, usually the captain of the boat, um, the deckhand will usually gather money from all the people on the boat. So if there's uh ten guys in the boat, uh, usually I don't know. Usually, what, what is it? Ten like ten bucks tone a person. 10 bucks usually, yeah. It, it usually
1: ten bu- ten bucks minimum per person. But I mean, is that, is that unsaid? Like if I if I walked onto a boat and they're like, you can opt
0: out. You can, you can opt out. out. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to do it. But if you catch the biggest fish on the boat,
1: oh, then you're yeah. not
0: getting that jackpot. The,
1: and that's a regular thing. Like I have never yeah. heard about that.
0: Really, the new guy
2: always gets the biggest fish. He really
0: does. does.
1: Beginners yeah. luck. The beginners luck thing, of course. It's
2: it's it's so goddamn true. Because yeah, it, it I've wouldn't seen be a thing so if it
1: wasn't. Of course.
2: But that's mm-hmm. how they get you. I mean, the fish gods get you hooked when you go out there, don't know what you're doing, and you pull in, like, a 30-pound yellowtail. And everyone's, like, jealous of you. And you're like, all i did do was put my, my hook in the water.
0: I just <laughs> yeah. did that. Yeah, I, I took it a buddy of hard. mine. I took a buddy of mine. My buddy, Tom, I took him once. And dude pulled out, like, never gone before, pulled out a yellowtail and a, uh, like, a big 25-pound yellowtail then pulled out a sea bass, like a 20-something-pound sea bass, then grabbed a bunch of, like, little rockfish when we were done and was like, I don't see the problem. It's super simple. And, like, you're just thinking, like, God, you know how many times I've been out here? I've spent, like, hundreds of dollars to come out here, and, like, I I go home with, like, two small fish, you know, like, or maybe even no fish at all. All
1: right. So, uh, like, another aspect of this, um, the bonding element of fishing. It's a camaraderie thing, right? Why don't you guys – uh. Speak to that a little, the people who don't realize what it's like to go out on a boat with a bunch of other people for an extended amount of time. Well, let me elaborate on that. So
2: if you go on a boat with a bunch of other people, usually you're going to go on a bunch of strangers if you do like a cattle boat. And that could actually get a little dangerous. Deckhand will help you out a lot. But if there's like a boat with 50, 50 anglers on it, and the deckhand doesn't have time to help you and you're not with someone next to you that knows what they're doing yeah i wouldn't recommend going on one of those boats huh. it, it could be a little difficult now if you charter your own boat like we do we charter a whole boat for ourselves so everyone on the boat up to 15 guys is family and friends so and the deckhand is able to get to everybody and help you out so technically we don't even have to help you you is can that, just tip the deckhand
1: that, is that expensive to do
2: he works for tips. The deckhand works for tips. Uh, what's the, what's the, what's the going rate right now for our boat, tone 125?
0: Yeah, something like that. Oh, it depends on, out the door. Yeah, it's like 125. Each? And it's a, yeah. Yeah, for, for, for 11 guys, right? Tom. 11 guys. Usually go with 11. There's, there's room for more, but we end up going with 11 most of the time. And how and, long are you out there for? Uh, it's a, it's a half day trip where they call it quarter day, but it's actually a half day. So you go out, um, you get on the boat. Well, we used to. It's a little different now. You get on the. We would get on the boat at like ten at night, start to go, just sleep on the boat, and then the captain would show up on the boat sometime around two, and just take you out. Uh, Kind of like we go to the Channel Islands a lot. That's uh, so there's a lot of good places around there to go ahead and fish. He'd wake us up at six a.m. and we just start fishing till about like noon or one o'clock. So it's a half day trip. Here are two different aspects. Okay. James is usually a single. James, how much does it cost for single?
2: Uh one, like 125 to get on the boat, and then you have to pay to get your fish cleaned or gutted. Uh if you get your fish gutted, I think it's only what two dollars tone.
0: Yeah, it's not very expensive. A dollar a fish or something so like that. A
2: dollar a fish. If you get it gutted, but if you get it filleted, you're paying uh what, three bucks a fish
0: tone? Nice something like two two bucks a fish what what usually ends up happening is you just hit the i i usually give the deckhand 40 bucks you know and go yeah here you go bud here's 40 so that covers the fish and it's like a tip too so it's like hey like it does it obviously didn't cost you 40 dollars to fillet those fish so go right ahead and it's usually a decent amount
1: yeah i I, usually tip the deckhand pretty heavy i work Mm -hmm. seafood it's not that hard to it's hard, to, harder to fillet, but you can gut it yourself pretty.
0: Quickly. Yeah, gutting's simple. That's why it's more expensive to fillet. It. <laughs> you
1: got to
2: see these guys filleting on the boat as it's rocking. Yeah, filleting them. on Firing a rocking. Flying boat. Flying up in the yeah, air. That that I would pay
0: for. It. Seagulls chasing them yeah. the whole time. Yeah, seagulls. <laughs> you know, trying to steal
2: <laughs> the fish out of his out of his hand when he's uh, trying yeah, to cut it.
0: Yeah, trying to cut it. God, like, oh, cut you, seagull. You know, like I, I appreciate when a deckhand goes after the seagull. With the, oh, with the
1: knife.
0: You know, ingest, you know, like, hey, get honest, out, you know,
1: and get him right in the neck, like, and then just drop them. Like. Nah, man,
0: that's uh, that would be, that would be too off-putting for him to actually want to do. That's a, that must be the deckhand dream. <laughs> that, that, uh, motion sickness, cause is no joke, man. I always, I take two before I even get on the boat. Like, usually cause we go to sleep, but it, I end up taking two. Cause I guess I have a, a weird constitution where it doesn't make me sleepy, but like, it, it is no i have been sick before and it's just miserable like and 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 you got to think about it because the boat doesn't go backwards so you are paying money to be sick like to be miserable oh, so you yeah. you're better off just taking the medicine even if i hear people tell me this oh no i don't get seasick i'm like well you should well do you want to find out if you actually do get seasick while paying uh, 150 bucks or do you want to just take it you know so <laughs> Like I, I brought a guy one time. Remember, I brought that dude who spent all day in the all night in the bathroom. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess there's a lot of stories of people's expense and the funny ones are people just pretty much either having yeah. a really bad day or or uh, getting sick. But
0: I mean,
1: but you guys are out in the water like it's six in the morning, sometimes before the sun comes up. So like People are basically waking up and they're already throwing up all day.
0: Like. Yeah, they've been throwing up all night, to be honest. It's like the gnarly. Yeah, They call it chumming the water. Oh, you know, yeah. It, it, yeah. You usually nice. want to have your stuff ready. And usually
2: <laughs> it, usually, it, you catch good fish when people do that. It's, really? Uh, oh, That's yeah.
0: uh, that yeah. really weird. <laughs> oh,
1: what's, what's the biggest fish you caught, Tony? Uh,
0: the biggest fish that I caught? I still haven't caught a freaking halibut yet, but uh, I guess the biggest one I caught, I caught a white sea bass once. It's like 35 pounds, maybe, you know, 30, 30 something pounds. Uh, Those ones, uh, the white sea bass don't take their, they kind of go limp. The tougher ones, the ones that take longer to bring up are the yellowtail. They're like a big piece of muscle. You're looking constantly. like 30,
2: 30 minutes, 35 minutes. Yeah, yeah, those size. take a
0: long time to pick up. And your
2: arms are just burning. burning. You're, you're yanking for 35 minutes down and up. And you have to be you – you have the deckhand helping you if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. But there's, there's a certain motion you have to keep. Otherwise, if the line goes limp, the, the fish can shake the hook.
0: He'll shake it loose, so.
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was your biggest fish, James?
2: Um, the sea bass run pretty big around 30 pounds, but I would say yeah, I, th- I probably got like a 27-pound yellowtail, which is pretty good size for a yellowtail because, like Tony says, it fights really, really hard. Yeah,
0: it's exhausting. And that yeah. took me like
2: 45. Actually, I caught three of them back to back to back as soon as I threw my hook in the water. So my, hand, my arm's were already burning after the first one. Then I caught another one for another 30 minutes, and I caught another one. And so, honestly, I w- and everyone else around me couldn't catch shit. And they're just looking at me like I'm the biggest asshole ever. Like, you know, <laughs> I literally woke up late because I took too much, uh, too many sleepy pills. I got a cup of coffee, started drinking it, taking my time. Everyone's rushing to get their fish and get their lines in the water because the people, the rule of fishing is the first one in the water is usually the first one that gets the fish. Gotcha. That's the rule. I didn't care. I was taking my time. And as soon as I threw my line in, I got a fish. <laughs> then I was talking, showing my fish off, it got another cup of coffee, put another fish on, threw it in, caught another one. I was literally not rushing. I was breaking every rule of fishing, which was I wasn't, re- trying, I wasn't hustling. But usually the hustlers are the people who get the fish. You know, you want to get the back of the boat because back of the boat's easiest to fish off of. But usually you've got the more experienced anglers fighting for that spot. They'll jump in there before the boat even stops. So you got you to be ready.
0: It, it is a game of like positioning. Uh, or you could be my son who just seems to just position himself wherever the fuck he wants and catches a goddamn fish. That
2: guy's <laughs> so, a monster. He's a monster.
0: It's a natural gift. It's so irritating. Yeah. He calls himself the jackpot kid. He, <laughs> he get, it's a self-styled nickname. That JPK. He, he repeats it now. Yeah. You mean JPK? I'm like, are you referring to yourself in the third person in an initial form?
1: He's formed yes. his own yes. crew based on his own name. I like that.
0: <laughs> jackpot kid, jackpot kid. Yeah, um, dude, dude just ends up winning jackpots. It's really weird and annoying.
1: So I guess like a good way to kind of segue this off. Um, why don't you guys
0: sell fishing
1: individually?
0: Okay, well, you want to go first or should I? Go ahead. Okay, I like. It. If you are a parent or a father and just looking to find a way to bond with a kid uh it's a good it's a it's actually pretty awesome you don't even have to know how to fish all you have to do is get a pole, and you can just look on youtube and learn how to do it together and you can look like a like a man of of nature in front of your child bottom line because you're like hey look you you don't have to tell him you saw it and learned it on youtube all you really have to do is just do it like get the gear go out there do it get a fishing license take your kid out there he doesn't need one make sure he has a pole, you have a pole and then just work on it together. And then he like, there's nothing. I will say this, my son, uh, I think we've talked about this. He doesn't like, like very many things and, and fishing is something he really enjoys that he really stuck to. And when we fish, he actually feels this level of like independence and pride that I've never seen him do before. Either way, it's actually, if you want me to sell fishing, fishing sells itself once you get out there because even if you don't catch a fish uh let's say you are a parent uh, from a parent standpoint you go out there it's nice and quiet you're in nature your kid actually gets to innate to be in nature which is something that doesn't really happen very often and they end up developing this sense of like independence plus you're teaching them how to freaking fish you know like teach a man to fish but you,
1: you but you would advise going lake fishing first
0: I would definitely advise going lake fishing. Don't
1: don't take your kid out on the ocean because he's going to get a lot of elbowing. And yeah, not yeah,
0: not unless you're rich or you have a. You, you can go ahead and put a crew together.
2: Gotcha. But this is how I would sell it. Um, Tony's right. You can you can just YouTube anything nowadays. How to tie a hook? What kind of rigs to use? Like you know, if you're going lake fishing, you know, it, it, it can explain to you pretty much everything you need to know which isn't really that hard. But honestly, if I was taking my kid or anyone out for the first time, I would probably go to one of these pay places, these guaranteed catch-a-fish spots, just to, like, get – because if you go and you actually catch fish the first time, it's like you have to understand there's times where you're going to go and not catch anything. So it's if you go to a lake, you, you kind of have to understand what you're doing. But to get all those aspects that you learn on YouTube down and actually have it work on a fish you can reel in, and actually take a fish off a hook and, you know, feed the stringer through its gills and, you know, put it on your stringer and, and understand how all that works with guaranteed fish is probably my suggestion to you. And just to get out, like you said, in nature, um, with the COVID times and keeping your social distance and over here in LA, the, the numbers are booming like crazy. So, I mean, fishing you just do by yourself or with your friends or your family. So it's, you don't have to do it with a lot of people, you know, so.
1: What what are these guaranteed places? Are those not lakes? Are those like, no? These are like farms you know, fish and hatcheries. Like hatchery, oh, okay. Yeah.
2: So they'll have like they'll stock they'll stock the ponds with a certain amount of fish, so you're pretty much guaranteed to catch something. So I mean, there's there's too much fish. They, you throw it in there, you're gonna pull something out.
0: Yeah, you'll end up pulling something out. At least you'll know what it feels like, and so will your kids. So at least. You'll go okay. That's exact to understand how it feels when a when a fish is actually biting or tugging. That's a good point. Like uh, if you understand how that feels, you'll know how it feels when you're out in a bigger lake where you don't even know. You know, so there, yeah. Just a little... because
2: you have a fish on the hook doesn't mean you're going to catch them. You have to actually have technique to bring them in. You know, unless they swallow that hook so
1: far down their belly that they, yeah, they
0: ain't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, uh, but I'd also like to add the fact I hear you say you can definitely catch something in this age of Rona. And uh, the age of not wearing condoms that we grew up in—it uh, was a really weird thing to hear that and be like, "Yes, yes, that sounds like a good thing." Oh man, <laughs> took me a second. I was like, "Why does that sound bad?" Oh, okay. No, that's good. That's good. That is good. Took me a second.
2: And, and, and honestly, to add on that to sell it—if you look on the Fishing Game website, they actually Fishing Game. Stocks regular lakes with fish. So if you were going to go fishing, go on the website, find out when they stock the lakes. That's when you go fishing because it's freshly stocked of of plenty of fish in there.
0: So you have like a lot of biting fish that you can go ahead and pull out and and have something to show for it. Good call.
1: And you got you guys eat your fish all the time.
0: Yeah, I mean we cook. We cook. I mean.
2: We go fishing – we go trout fishing. We go for four or five days. So, I mean, we'll have fish one or two of the days. We won't have fish every night. But, yeah, we'll we'll take them home and, and fillet them or gut them and freeze them and, and defrost them and eat them during the year, smoke them during the year. So Yeah.
1: Have you, have you guys gone on an Alaska run?
0: Not
2: yet. No. That's on my bucket list, though. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Th- throw me that's, in on that. Yeah. Oh.
2: Definitely going to put that together soon.
1: That's, that's I mean, high priority. I just want to do a cruise through the glaciers, but – uh you know, ice fishing and oh man, fuck double double down, man. I'm down for that as fuck. So yeah, Please. I want to
2: go find some gold. Yeah, I want to find gold. I want to go pan for some gold up there. I just, I just, no, I watch these no gold shows. shows. They just pull this gold out of everywhere. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I get all these. It people, looks so easy. All these people that come down here that used to live in Alaska, because obviously people that move to Texas are like not West Coast, <laughs> West Coast people, so they move around a lot. And a lot of them, I'm well, not a good chunk has lived in Alaska. And all they keep telling me about is how they would throw halibut away, and like everyone has halibut. These people, and like that's yeah, a pretty yes. pricey, it's an
0: amazing fish. Yeah, it's- man,
1: it, it's pricey as fuck. But if you've ever had it fresh, oh my god, it's fucking amazing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: For cabin fever, this is James mm-hmm. Gonzalez signing out the show with 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 uh, Tony and editor. I as editor. I don't in. even know what your name is on the show, Ted.
1: You can call me Eduardo. <laughs> Eduardo.
2: You
0: can call me Mr. Gedea. I don't know who you are. <laughs> call me Thanks Sir. for joining the show, it. guys.
2: <laughs> Appreciate you joining in. Thank you from all over the world.